Hello, I am Haley, creator of the Profit Planner Lounge and host of the Profit Planner Podcast. I am so excited that we are going to get to hang out today because I'm going to tell you how I made $36,281 this September. Now, I create these transparent income reports so that you can see inside my business and what scaling an online business even looks like because I know you see these big people in the industry and you're thinking, how did they even make that much money? I don't understand. And so that's why I wanted to bring these income reports along and say, listen, this is what happened this month and this went good, but this went really, really bad. And hopefully you can learn from all the mistakes, all the many mistakes that I am making. Now, before we go in and dive into this month's lessons and my income, I just want to say that if you want to learn how to make this kind of income or maybe just consistent income, like you just want to make the same amount every month and not have to worry about finances without adding more to your schedule. Because sometimes I feel like a lot of you that I've noticed, I'm going to call you out here, a lot of you think that if you make more money, that means that you have to do more things to get more money and that's not true. So I want to have a class. I do have a class that you can go to. You can register for free that shows you how to get consistent income without having to work harder. And what that means is I want to help you create a simple automated business and I want to teach you how to scale it. That's my goal for you. My goal is to get that hamster wheel that you're calling your business into something that's simple and automated. So if that sounds good to you, then get your cute butt in a free seat at my class. Go to profitplanner.co slash free. The link is above this video in the description. I made sure to put it there. So just go to profitplanner.co slash free, register through the link um, above this video, like I said, and of course, yoga pants, messy buns. Totally encouraged because let's be honest, when this class was recorded, I was wearing yoga pants. So we're all in the same boat here. Now let's get into this month's lessons. I'm going to be honest, and I know I put this in the description, spoiler alert, this month was a bit rocky. This month was not the easiest month for my business. I honestly do have to say that this month was probably the hardest month out of any month I've ever had in business. And it wasn't necessarily a bad thing. And I'm sure I'm going to have way worse months than this. And I'm going to go into a little bit about what went wrong behind the scenes. Hopefully you can avoid some of the stuff that I've done. But I... I let's start with the feelings. I was feeling overwhelmed. I felt like my business was stepping backwards. I mean, if you've listened to any of my past income reports, then you know I don't just increase by a few thousand every month. Like I am jumping along every month. I'm really scaling my business by at least four to five thousand extra dollars a month. And this is recurring. This month, we kind of plateaued. We added $2,000. So like last month, we made $34,000. This month, we made $36,000. And I am not complaining. I just want to say that out loud real quick. But for me, I'm a very aggressive businesswoman. And so I want to see growth. I want to scale. If you listen to my last income report, then you probably heard that my goal for December was $500,000 a month. Uh, that was crazy. Um, and I realized, I realized this month and I think the universe was, was talking to me and saying, Hey Lee, let's calm your britches because what happened, a lot of issues behind the scenes, a lot of things broke down behind the scenes. And 
I, I think it, it was almost as if the universe was saying, Haley, you don't need to focus on just growth. You need to focus on sustainable growth. And this is the this is a hard lesson for me because getting to six figures was is always it's always been really easy to me. It's always easy to get to that six figure mark. But I've never ever experienced getting to that seven figure mark. So getting to the seven figure mark was is really throwing me off because I've just never been at this point. And so a lot has happened. A lot has happened this month when I realized I really need to start focusing more on sustainable growth instead of just scaling super quick, uh, which isn't the most responsible thing to do. And I hired a new integrator last month. She's like, okay, we're going to try to make it happen. We'll see. And, and we did the numbers and it's like, we would have to kill ourselves basically to get to $500,000 a month so quickly. And then I just asked myself, why? Like, am I just wanting a challenge? And then why am I wanting the challenge? That leads me to <laughs> needing a challenge. That leads me to the fact that I have been, ever since I quit my job, I've been at this house alone and you know, the first month was great and I just dropped. Like I started feeling really isolated again. I started getting, sinking into, you know, I don't wanna say depression cause that feels a little intense, but I had this intense sadness inside of me. I felt isolated, I felt lonely and I know a lot of you understand that because Online entrepreneurs unite, right? <laughs> a lot of us feel that way. Um, but it was just really intense and it was hard to get out of bed and I've had no motivation. I've been very, very, very unproductive the past few months and I I just haven't had any drive, which is so unlike me because I'm a very little bit too driven, enthusiastic entrepreneur. And so that that opened up a lot of doors and I've really just been listening to myself and saying, okay, why do I feel this way? Um, when I went to the Scale of Success Summit in California, which I'm not sure was that, I think that was maybe this month. It was this month. Okay, so I went to a Scale of Success Summit, which is the group coaching program I'm involved in. And on my hot seat, I had a very embarrassing hot seat because I got way too vulnerable and I didn't realize how much I needed to hear it. And it was all about happiness. That's That was it. I came on and what I really wanted to talk about was how to scale, if I should create a second funnel, how the strategy should work. And then somehow we got on something else because I was like, okay, I want to make $500,000. I want to move out of this town. I want to do all this. And it was just everyone reacted to what I said so strongly. And I didn't realize why until after the summit, when my husband said, we can't move this summer. And this is why. And I understood. I understood completely. Like we couldn't move. I mean, I mean, we could, but I didn't want to if it, it, it was like a whole situation that I don't even need to get into, but it made complete sense in my mind. And I thought, okay, I cannot sit here miserable, right? I can't just sit here miserable. I can't just keep acting like this at my house, isolated and alone. What can I do about this situation? So in 48 hours, like a crazy woman, I looked at seven different offices. I actually booked one office, a 2,000 square foot office. We're hiring local people now, so I'm actually around people. I've made really good friends with a few business owners in town that are women. In 48 hours, like in 48 hours, 
I defeated every single thing that was going on in my head. It was just like that time when I thought I couldn't quit my job even though I had this amazing business. And I was like, oh, I can't quit my job. I can't quit my job. And then someone, a friend, Tyler, <laughs> Tyler McCall, who's been on the podcast as well. Tyler said, Haley, you have so much to offer and you're taking that away from the world. Why don't you quit your job and have more time to impact more people? And it was the same breakthrough that I had with this is I'm being so self-centered right now. I am sitting at home alone, isolated, and wondering why I'm so upset and so sad. Because I'm just sitting at home alone doing nothing. I mean, I'm working, but like I'm not taking action. And that that is the recipe for disaster. If you don't take action, your life is going to stay the same. And I hate that feeling. I hate the feeling of not growing. So that was a really big takeaway of I felt isolated and I took action on that. So if you're feeling isolated, if you're feeling lonely, then take action and figure out what can get you out of that. For me, it was an office. It was to be around people because this extrovert needs some people. Um, but you, it might not be buying a 2,000 square foot building. It might be, I don't know just go into a co-working space. We don't have any of those around here. Um, but if you do, if you have the luxury of having a co-working space near you, maybe it's just getting getting out there. Now, the here's another big thing that happened this month was the tech issue. And we fell really behind on a lot of things because we introduced a new software to the company, which was Thrivecart. And Thrivecart did not play very nice with the team. Uh, Thrivecart was basically a very opinionated, sassy software that didn't want us to tell it what to do. That's how I would explain Thrivecart. Now, Thrivecart, I'm sure it's a great software, um, but for us during this circumstance, it wasn't, especially for recurring payments. So um, a lot of things happened. We actually had three tech issues at once that overlapped uh, through Stripe, PayPal, and Thrivecart, and MemberPress, so I guess four tech issues. Nothing was talking together. So I rolled up my sleeves <laughs> and I created a 406 line spreadsheet to evaluate every single member account. Me personally, I spent over 25 hours on this project and people on my team, we probably spent over 60 hours this month on this project alone getting this issue fixed. It really, really dragged us down, really dragged us down. Um, and that's it stressed me out. It gave me anxiety. And I had all these mindset issues that just kept flagging up. I was like, okay, I need to look at this. I need to identify it. This doesn't mean that we're losing this money for good. Uh, money's abundant. Like, you know, all these money mindset issues that kept popping up. Um, so that was a huge thing that I learned with this tech issue because we did end up losing quite a bit of money. Um, but it's okay. It's okay. And we had probably a few more cancellations than we're used to because of the issue. And you know what? That's okay. And I just have to keep telling myself it because our members that are still members, we're actually hosting a free workshop for them instead of having them pay $97 for it. And we're giving them a free gift if they've stayed on. And just, uh, I just really love my members. And that leads into having an integrator on the team. So we just hired an integrator goodness, maybe a little bit over a month ago, very new. And man, that's been a lifesaver. Let me tell you, first of all, um, don't know what I would do without her on the team, but it's led me and I've talked to her about this. I'm like, girl, I don't know what I need to be doing every day. You know, you are basically doing what I 
used to do. I don't know, because what was happening was she would work on something and I would be working on the same thing without telling her. Because I'm just like, I'm used to doing this. I don't know what else to do. I can't just sit, like I hate just sitting. Um, so, so, so I didn't, I didn't really know how to fill up my time and what that transition to an actual CEO looks like. Like now, if I don't want to work, I could just not do that. And that's weird to me. Um, I finally getting this position in my business, which is great. You know, I built my business around this, but in this time I've realized what do I really want to do? What do I really want to do? I really want to spend more time in my membership. You know, I feel like I'm already there, but like I want to be even more present. And this has made me realize because a lot of like books like Clockwork have come out and a lot of a lot of entrepreneurs that I'm friends with are like, why would you why would you run a business and then still want to work in it? But for me, like I created my business so that I could really impact lives. And that's really coming out more now that I have more time because all I'm thinking about is how can I love on my ladies harder? How can I love on my members inside the Profit Planner Lounge harder? How can I serve them in the best way possible? How can I make this experience the best? And that's where my heart is. And that makes me so happy that I have more time to do that. So anyways, I am just so, so excited that I now have more time to just love on my Profit Planner Lounge members. I can focus on optimizing the membership. Now, <laughs> another thing, and this, this is the last thing, um, I've covered how I felt over overwhelmed, how I felt like my business was going backwards and we were losing money. We basically just plateaued. Um, the tech issue, covered the tech issue, how crazy that was. Um, an integrator coming on and figuring out how what, what does this role even look like? And then how I just have been feeling really isolated and depressed lately. How I've just been really sad behind the scenes and not told a lot of people about it. I've liked to keep this uh, within because it's not something that I do like talking about. I know I do come across very happy online, um, but what really stood out was I am in control of my emotions. I am in control of my circumstance. And this town that I live in is great. I just haven't looked at it with open eyes. I've been so closed off to this and I've just thought I have to live in a bigger city, a bigger city, a bigger city, but why don't I just do what I wanted to do in a bigger city here and just wait and figure out what's happened. I think that I just need to be here longer. So those were the big things that I wanted to cover from this month. Now, of course, if you guys have any questions that I covered, let me know. But going forward in October, we are ready to put the put the gas on ads. We are ready to put the gas on a lot of partnerships coming up. We are ready to put the gas on visibility because we need to scale. This is the time that I'm really looking forward to scaling. Um, so going forward, we are prepping to move into the office sometime in November. Also in November is the Profit Planner Retreat. If you haven't got a virtual ticket yet, I know we are sold out of all the in-person tickets in Nashville, but we do have a virtual retreat ticket. So if you wanna have it um, streamed live on your laptop and then also get the recorded versions of the video, let me know. You can go to profitplanner.co slash ticket and we can get your free ticket there. If you have any questions about that, please just DM me on Instagram at Profit Planner and we'll get you hooked up and I'll answer any questions that you have.
So that's what I'm looking forward to in the month of October and November is scaling, get those retreats, and get everything prepped for 2019 because 2019 is going to be a big, big, big year for us. Now, moving on to, let me pull this up over here, the numbers. So like I said, I made $36,281 this month. Now, let me talk a little bit about the income sources that brought in this income. So passive profit brought in around $7,000. The profit planner lounge brought in $21,000. The, and by the way, we're going to have exact numbers in the show notes of this episode. Um, the Profit Planner Retreat brought in $5,018. Consulting brought in $640. And then Miscellaneous Income, $1,206. That's like Workflow Shop, Asana for the Entrepreneur, things like that. So the bulk of my income, can't, a lot of my bulk of my income comes from Profit Planner Lounge and Passive Profit, which if you've noticed... Um, Profit Planner Lounge actually increased and a few of my smaller income sources decreased. So what I'm trying to do is completely getting rid of a few of my smaller income sources and upping a certain few affiliates. That way I can focus on more passive income on the back end of the bulk that I'm scaling. Now, a lot of what I spent, we so we made $36,281 and this month we spent $21,972. So that's how much we spent. Um, the team cost $13,098, which by the way, we have switched our team out a lot right now. We're in the process of switching everything out. So uh, we're really just trying to solidify things. That's our main goal right now is to solidify things. Um, marketing expenses, $1,126. Advertising, $185. Business development, 2,779. Affiliate payouts, 584. Travel, $1,200, which by the way, I traveled to like three places this month and I did that for $1,200. So I feel like I deserve a badge and a trophy for that. I'm just saying. And then office supplies, $1,162. I actually had to buy a new mic because my ATR 2100, I believe it was a 2100 broke. So I bought the Healy mic. So that was a lot of my expenses. We're going to break down our income sources in the show notes, not as much our expenses, but I will tell you how much we spent total. Now our team is definitely changing. We're looking to hire a part-time local person in the future to handle a lot more so we can have employees that are, um, that have more hours behind their belt. This has been interesting, which by the way, we're to Q&A time. So if you have any questions, let me know. I'd be happy to answer any of them. Uh, so if you have any questions, put them in the comments below and I'll make sure to, to get those answered. But right now, what I've, what I've been realizing is we have really good high-end contractors. Like we have good brains on our team. But now we need people with hours. And that's what I'm noticing is it's time to start hiring people that have time. Because <laughs> right now we have people that are like at 10 hours a week or five hours a week and all that. But like now we're scaling to a half million million dollar company. We need we need more 
people on our team that have more time that are ready to spend with us. So that is a transition that we're gonna start making before Christmas and potentially even hiring someone on full time at the beginning of next year. So that's a big transition that we're gonna be doing. Trying to think of a few others while you guys are thinking of any questions that you have. Based on all of this information that we just covered, is there anything that's on your mind? You're like, how did you get to this point? Or how, what, I don't know. I know a lot of you guys ask me about bookkeeping and finances. So if there's any of those kind of questions, let me know. But, or integrator, I know last month we covered a lot about how my integrator and I interact and how that's working, which by the way, it's going great. It's definitely a work in progress on my end because <laughs> I'm I'm not used to having an integrator. So it's been amazing, but it's something that I've been working on and getting better at. I'm trying to think of what else to update you guys on while you are asking any questions that you have. But again, while, while you guys are thinking of any questions, again, I just wanna say, if you wanna learn more about how to make this kind of income without adding more to your schedule, aka building a simple automated business and you want me to teach you how to scale it, then sign up for the free class at profitplanner.co slash free and get your booty in your free seat so you can learn how to scale a business that doesn't require you being on a hamster wheel that's constantly, constantly going all the time because that's just draining. I know a lot of you are at that. Okay, Anime, how did you decide to turn this online business into an in-person office? Oh, Anime, such a great question. Okay, so this was a lot. Um, the decision was mainly out of, I am sitting here isolated, lonely, and kind of depressed in my house. <laughs> and I am sick of feeling this way. So I think some people don't mind working out of their house and having their online business and taking the advantage of an online business and saying, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to work from home or I'm just going to travel a lot. But my husband's a football coach, so I can't just be a digital nomad and go wherever I want, right? Like that That's not really an option for me unless I just don't want to, you know, live with him. And obviously I want to. So I decided... What can I do to fill this void that I feel right now? Like I need people in my life. And that's when I realized, why don't I just have an office space? And why don't I just have local people instead of online? That way I can actually see the people on my team in person. Like that just seems so amazing to me. I've always wanted that, but I've never said it out loud. And whenever Creed came home that one day and said, we can't move in June like we originally talked about. I was, it really made me think bigger for my company here in this town because I've always kept pushing that off anime and I'm like, well, whenever we move to Dallas or whenever we move wherever, then I will have an office, then I'll hire full time, but why don't I just do that right now? And that's kind of my thought process behind that. So it's more of a personal decision because it might not be right for everyone, but for me, for this extrovert, it definitely was, <laughs> and I'm really excited. We're actually gonna have a brainstorm area because I do really well when I bounce ideas off of people. So we're gonna get a TV and two whiteboards and have Apple Play so we can put a Google Doc up and we can write our notes and get Expo markers out and start writing on the whiteboard. So I'm really excited for uh, brainstorming. 
How many times have you increased the price of the membership and how much time was in between? Jessica, great question because I know you have a membership. So I started at 25, 37, 47, 67. So four different times. That's a little bit intense. I probably wouldn't recommend four times. Probably recommend two or three. But yeah, I, I always recommend starting lower for beta price and then slowly increasing it as the value of your membership increases. Like people that don't have anything in their membership and are charging $67 a month and aren't, you know, solving this crazy pain point, I don't know if that's the best decision, right? But um, let's see for someone that's, I, pricing is tough, but yeah, I would say just test it out. Test it out because people vote with their wallets. But Jessica, I think you already have a price. So what I did, and I don't know if this is the best advice, but when I went from zero to 25, I increased the price. So that was my beta. Beta was 25 members or 20 members. So zero to 20. And then 20 to 100 was 37 to $47. And then 100, I think it was like 150, 200 plus, I went to $67. Because once I got to 150 members, I was like, okay, now I know the results. I have some amazing testimonials. I know my membership gets results if you do the work. And I was really confident in it. How does your profit margin differ this month from last month? Great question, Celia. Um, that's, that's actually a really good question. I don't remember what my profit margin was last month, to be honest with you, off the top of my head. But I do have to say this, Celia. I right now am in this phase of business where I don't actually care about my profit margin. And I know that sounds a little bit crazy, but we were talking about this at the summit that I was at in California is you can tell when a business is wanting to scale if they're, you know, spending their money strategically, not just like wasting it. But if they have a low profit margin, that means they're trying to increase their business. So this is the realization that I hit was, I could make $500,000 a month and have a 10% profit margin, and that's what? I probably should have done the math in my head before this, but anyways, it's a bigger amount than what it would be if I was making, let's say, $100,000 than making a 50% profit margin. That's what, $50,000 compared to the 10% on $100,000 a month? Um, it just, it makes sense in my head, and... I would much rather have a lower profit margin and spend more on an amazing team and have a higher profit number, not profit percentage. So that's what I'm doing. Anime, so it's based on a personal choice, not a need of the business. Yeah, anime, definitely not a need. This is not a need. It's it's always, it's a personal choice for sure. Jenny, is your team all local? My team is all virtual right now. Yeah, I do not have any local team members at all. Jennifer, I'm glad you took action. Thank you so much. Jessica, how financially prepared were you before you took the plunge of taking your business full-time, savings, debt, et cetera? How many months of consecutive and consistent business income making before you left your job? Jessica, great question. So Jessica wants to know, basically, how secure was I before I left my job? And I was really secure, Jessica, and I, but I had also built a six-figure agency before I quit and then burned it down to the ground and then created my membership site, right? So the thing was that I trusted myself. So let's see, by the time I started to the time of like November-ish, I had a four-person agency while I was working my job that was basically automated, making over six figures a year. 
I mean, get, I'm telling you, getting to six figures has always been easy to me. It's getting to the million dollar mark that I've never had to work at. So, I mean, not that it won't be easy. I'm telling myself it's going to be easy, but I've just never gotten this far before. So I'm, I'm excited to see what happens. So for, for me, Jessica, my, my membership was only producing, oh, I'm trying to think. My membership site was only producing two to $3,000 a month at the time I quit my job. Nothing crazy. But that next month, I think I hit over $10,000. Because I knew I had prepped my steps beforehand and I had done my math. I'm a really good numbers person. Like I know my numbers. So if you look at my spread, which all my spreadsheets got deleted because my G Suite got deleted. So my Google spreadsheets were deleted in the G Suite debacle. But if you looked at my old spreadsheets, I had all my numbers all typed out already. I always did the math and I knew how much I was going to make the month after I quit my job, but I still had savings from that six figure agency that I built just because I knew that if I ever did want to quit my job, you know, I'd have savings to fall back on and I could pay my husband and I salary from that. So I was really smart about it. Anime, I, I do suggest being smart about it. Don't just quit your job. <laughs> Anime, love brainstorming sessions and writing on walls. Oh, me too. Me too. Um, Jessica's planning her escape plan. Why did you decide to end the agency? Jessica, so I decided to end the agency because I am not a details-oriented person. And I'm also not a one-on-one -on -one person. I am... You have to look at your strengths. So, like, my strengths are really good in the on-live video. And my strengths are really good on Instagram DM, right? But whenever I'm handling your details on a specific project, whew, no, like that's not my specialty. I'm, I do not like details. And that's why I have an integrator, right? Because my integrator handles a lot of those details so that I can keep being my scatterbrained squirrel brain self, um, which I love to do because that's visionary for you. Like visionaries tend to be kind of up in the air. They're always in the clouds thinking of the next big thing. And my integrator is, how I like to explain this is like I'm a balloon and my integrator is this rock that keeps me on the ground. <laughs> and if it wasn't for her, me, the balloon would just float away in the sky and probably burst into flames because <laughs> it would be a disaster. So I knew that as the agency owner, I basically had to act like an integrator and at that Point, I didn't even know what an integrator was. So I didn't even know that was a thing that people could run your agency for you basically and scale it for you. But yeah, I just, my heart wasn't in it. No, I loved my clients. I loved an agency, but I could tell that I wasn't super passionate about it. I also worked at an agency at that time and I wasn't, like I, I loved working there, but it wasn't like, yes, I want to really scale an agency. Like scaling an agency never seemed fun to me. So, yeah, you always want to find what makes you, what makes it fun, you know? Whenever your business becomes not fun, that's a problem. <laughs> that's a big problem. Anime, OMG, definitely not detail-oriented and not a people's person. You need to be better at that school for sure. Yeah, so I'm a really good people person, but I'm definitely not good at details, and I think that's okay. It's okay if you're not good at details. A lot of visionaries aren't good at details, like, it's not something that you have to worry about because you're going to build a team around you that is really good at what you suck at. And let me tell you, 
I suck at a lot of things, <laughs> like a lot of things. And that's why I have an amazing team and I hire um, on the more expensive side contractors because I want to make sure that they don't need me because I am not a detail-oriented person. Anime has never heard of an integrator until last month's income report. Yes, they're amazing. And, you know, like I talked about last month with the chart with the visionary integrator and the visionary and then the three departments, sales, operations, finances. And building out each of those departments are crucial to scaling your business for sure. Now, do you guys have any more questions before we wrap up on the September income report? If so, let me know. I'm, I'm really glad that we got to chat about all of this. And, you know, as I've said, while you guys are asking any questions, if you do want to learn how to make consistent income, maybe not $36,000 consistent income, maybe right now it's just how to make $5,000 every month, how to make that consistently without adding more to your schedule, without requiring more work to get that income, then register for my free class. I made this specifically for you because I know a lot of you have explained your business to me as a hamster wheel. You're just constantly going and you're just feeling so drained every day. And that's what I want to help you avoid. I want to help you get out of those emotionally draining tasks. I want you to automate everything that's making you money. That way you can have a simple business and I want to teach you how to scale that uh, simple business and I want to teach you how to scale it so that we can have a sustainable, scalable business. Scott, I forgot the numbers, but how do you plan your strategy for attracting new members? Jessica, I have an evergreen funnel and I created my first evergreen funnel in April or May, so a while ago, maybe three to four months ago. And I actually have a course, Passive Profit, where I talk about creating an evergreen funnel just like mine and how to optimize it and scale it through your team and all that kind of stuff. So, Katharina says, I am kind of detail-oriented and scatterbrained at the same time. Girl, I feel ya. Here's something you can answer. Yes, so yeah, I have my evergreen funnel. We also do affiliate marketing. We're actually gonna start scaling that more in um, October and November as well. Uh, anime said, that class is amazing. Thank you so much, Anime. Yeah, Anime's been to the class and she absolutely loves it. And Anime's also a Profit Planner Lounge member. So obviously she loved the class enough to jump inside the membership site so that she could scale her business even quicker. And she says, Passive Profit Course for the win. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, we I love teaching Passive Profit. We're actually teaching it live right now. And um, we are having a flash sell on Passive Profit where you can save over eight, I think it's over $700. So if you wanna be on the wait list, just send me your email. Um, you can email hello at profitplanner.co and just say, hey, I wanna be on the Passive Profit wait list because it's gonna be a 24 hour flash sell. So look, if you want your email on the wait list, make sure we will reach out to you within that 24 hours because um, you have to act quick. <laughs> so make sure you're on the wait list if you want to be, if you want to save that money and you want to create an evergreen funnel with me. Awesome. Well, again, thank you so much, guys, for coming to hang out with me and coming to spend time with me for this September income report. I really, really, really appreciate you. And I am so excited to see your businesses become more simple, more automated, and then 
scaling it with you because I know if we create a profit plan together and we have that playbook that we can implement on together inside of Asana, inside of whatever Trello, whatever project management system you're using, I know we are gonna scale this into an evergreen automated machine. So again, like I said, thank you. And if you have any questions about today's September income report, shoot me a DM on Instagram. I would love to hear from you and answer whatever questions you have.